Okay. There we go. There we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome hey. to. Yay! We're back. <laughs> Welcome to Once Bit and Twice Shy, um, and a podcast that we are all going to get a lot more of now that me and Emma have actually realised how crap we are at uh, um, doing um, podcasts. Um, but we are now like on it, aren't we, Emma? We are. We are. We understand what's going on. I'm sorry if I sound a bit stuffed up. I've been off work with COVID for the last 10 days. Um, uh, I'm back at work tomorrow. And I thought tonight, uh, we, we just thought, like, we just sort of, sort of sent each other a random message, didn't we? And then we thought, oh, well, let's do one tonight then. Yeah. It's, um, so what, what are we, we going to talk tonight? <laughs> yeah, what are we going to talk tonight? Um... Well, we've got a few things, haven't we? We've got a few topics that we've brought up. Yeah, uh, I think we should. I think we should leave the um, the uh, anthology one for when we do a longer one because I think there's a lot to talk about about that. There um, is. Yeah, because I've, I've I love anthology um, horror films, and if anybody wants a message and and tell me about an anthology film or. Emma about an anthology film that she's not seen or I've not seen, then please do because that would be really cool because then that's more stuff for us to talk about, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, so so what so what we gotta are we just gonna discuss what we've been watching during the last couple of weeks, Emma? That sounds good. Yeah, so what have you been watching? I have been watching um <laughs> To be honest, I've been watching all of the so bad, it's good horror movies I can find. Horror movies about yes. killer lions and dinosaurs and crocodiles. And how about you? <laughs> I've not, I've not done the the whole like mega sharks and dinosaurs and stuff like that. I, I need to really like get get involved with them because. That like everybody talks about them, and obviously you know we've talked about Birdemic. I love my mm -hmm. Birdemic. Mm -hmm. Um, and I and I love um, oh, what's the other one? Um, the really bad oh, there's a really bad Godzilla kind of ripoff that I've watched recently, which I can't remember the name of. I'm but not it's sure just, I've seen just, that one. Yeah, it's kind of just like you can tell it's a guy in a suit on a on a like like a Lego set. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> really, yeah, you well, you know how much I like like really bad films. Yeah. Um, and um, I've what I what tell you what though what I've been watching and what I watched last night a film called The Midnight Man. Oh, I, I like that one, it. the one with the game. Um, it's got Robert Englund in Freddy Krueger. Oh no. We're yes yeah no that is the yeah. one with the game though where they play the game and yeah and and yeah. i just couldn't get it at all i just didn't get into it at all and i just and i and and, and i messaged geordie and i was like um why is it that every time that uh, robert england obviously she's obsessed with freddie yeah um, yeah yeah um every time he's in a film that isn't a freddie film he's rubbish he wasn't he wasn't rubbish he was just wasted i mean he was in it for five yeah, well, minutes think, think, you know before he died so yeah. oh spoiler alert sorry <laughs> no no that's fine no 
we can do as many spoiler alerts in this podcast as possible. Um, but I just thought I just thought he was just. Uh, have you ever seen a film called? Um, oh, it's about a machine, and he's he's like the owner of a, a factory, and it's just a machine that eats people. I'm not sure. <laughs> I I'm mean, Robert, to, Robert think, England must have done hundreds of movies. I think it's called Mean Machine or something. Um, and I, I, oh, I, I can't, I can't remember. But Robert England's in that, and he's like, he, he's just totally wasted. He's just like the guy that like stands there and like puts his like little finger to his mouth and goes, <laughs> you know, it's like what, what, you've got the one of the best horror actors of all time, and you just using him for that, but. Yeah, well, uh, when, when you get to when you get to the stage that he's at in his career, why not just mail it in for a paycheck? I mean, yeah, he's always said um he's always said he'd never play Freddy again because Freddy's actually very sort of physically demanding. And um, sorry, Robert England, but you did say that yourself. Um, he's getting he's he's getting too old to play Freddy. He said so himself. So if he can just make money from playing pretty much very small roles course, with minimal yeah. effort, then why not? That's what I think. Well, I, I, I'd, I'd happily go to work for half an hour a day to get like 30 grand or something. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> you've met Robert, you've met Robert England, haven't you? Twice. Yeah, he's lovely. Oh, I'm so, I'm, I'm mega jealous of you. Mega jealous. <laughs> I think, um, I think if I, I think if I could meet any horror actor i would really like to meet um kane hodder definitely definitely kane hodder and um There's i don't i don't because kane hodder does a lot of conventions so does robert england so you just need to know yeah. where to look and i think uh, well um i was on um um i was on a podcast the other night with um cody Falk, and he, he kept apologizing for the fact he's not come on our podcast yet so we we will definitely get that sorted soon. Love you, Cody. Yeah, hi, Cody. You okay? He'll be He'll be. He, he loves our podcast. So I don't. I don't know why, because we we we're so amateur. <laughs> but he was like, I, I, it's like, guys, I love your podcast. It's like, yeah, brilliant. So hello, to Cody. Our accents. <laughs> Maybe it is, yeah. Um, and I, um, what else? Have I, oh, I watched Scream Four now audience do we like scream or do we not like scream um ems what do you think about scream i i i love the original scream and recently because the new one just came out i've been re-watching the whole franchise and i always thought that I, that i wasn't so keen on uh scream 3 and scream 4 but on on subsequent rewatches, I actually liked them better. So, um, and then the fifth one, I I went to the cinema to see. So, um, I'm not sure about that. I didn't hate it, but the jury's the jury's still out. I think I need to watch that one again as well. And they're making a sixth. Did you know that? Yes, I did know. Yeah, I heard that they're making a six. Yeah. Um, do they, do we really need a sixth scream? Do we? <laughs> Um, you need to watch the fifth one, and then you can let me know what you think. You need to see the fifth. Oh, well, one well, first. it's it's. It, I was I was. It's it's had such a short run at the cinema though, um, 
because me and Jody were going to go and see it, and then it was like, oh, it's 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 on and it's off. Um, I don't know whether that's just the cinemas in Leicester. I don't know, but um, it's, we were going it's... To... It's just cinemas in general now. Things things stay until they stop making money, and then they need to make room for other movies. It's it's as simple as that. Um, and they can make so much money from releasing things on streaming services now. So that's another reason, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, I watched Scream Four, but I watched it in like, and I've watched the series, the Scream series, a little bit, and I've watched like slasher and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I liked Slasher quite a lot. I've, I've, I kind of binge watched that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but I just find them all a little bit generic. Like, I've never got on with American Horror Story. Never got on with that at all. Um, I know people love it, and that's fair enough. But uh, I just find that it goes on too long. It just, that could be done in like three episodes. But you know that that's just me. I'm I'm um, I'm about to start watching um, like a new zombie film thing on Netflix. But I think zombie stuff's being done to death as well. Excusing the pun. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm I'm kind of over zombies myself, but um, there are good uh, zombie films and um zombie series that exist you just you need to know you need to know where to look for them and um a lot of them are foreign i'll say that yeah but um for example um audience if you haven't seen train to bazan where have you been that is one of the best movies i've ever seen yeah yeah I i love it i love it but obviously it's Korean, so if you don't, if you don't like for um foreign movies, if you, and if you can't deal with <laughs> subtitles for whatever reason, then yeah. But they're probably gonna do an American version anyway at some point. Just watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I don't I don't like remakes to be honest. Um, but um, Trade to Pisan was I, I don't know whether I ever told you this story, but um I I watched I. Google's Trade to Busan on um, YouTube and I put it into YouTube and it and it came up and I just like press play, press, press play and then um, I watched this film for about like 45 minutes and I was like this has got nothing to do with zombies I just got the wrong film completely and I, I, but I, it ended up being like a really good movie and sometimes that's the way that you find like a really good film by by accident Unfortunately, that's how I found out about Rawhead Rex, but you know. Oh um, my goodness, Rawhead Rex. Oh. I know your feelings about Rawhead Rex. <laughs> I've seen worse. I have seen worse. Really? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> have you really seen worse than Rawhead Rex? Yeah. So you must have watched Birdemic then. Yes. <laughs> but um, while we're on about zombies, it would be remiss of us not to mention Anna and the Apocalypse as well. I was just about to say, can we can we just jump on to Anna and the Apocalypse again? Because I know that's our favourite film. Um, so you've you've jumped ahead of me there. Um, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go, go for it. Go for it. Uh, well, what what can I say about Anna and the Apocalypse? Um, it is a hidden gem. It's starting to get some attention now, but it's it's a Scottish made film, directed by the lovely John McPhail, and um, it's 
also a Christmas movie and a musical. So, like, it's very, very different because not only is it, is it a zombie movie, it's a zombie Christmas movie musical. And it's one of the best things I have ever seen. <laughs> it's it's beyond good. Like, I, I, I made my mum and dad watch it. Um, when I was at last up at my parents' house, because um, it was just about to go off um, uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. and then they put it back on again now. But um, yeah, it's just like uh, there's there's perfect films and there's perfect films, and that yeah. is a perfect film. I have I can't I can't think of anything that's wrong with that movie. The only thing that's wrong with it is that it's not long enough. <laughs> Well, that's the well. Yeah, it could. Like, it, I can't I, I would, get enough. I would, watch it, I would watch it for twenty-four hours, Ems. You know what I mean? Like, um, and it was you. It was you that told me about it, and um, uh-huh. and and I just, yeah, I started watching it, and from the the very first, like, like I was, I was about, to, I was like, I said, I was just about to say to you, like, how much I love Anne and the Apocalypse, um, and you know, uh, it, it came. It was actually on. the uh, film four um two nights ago so and i just couldn't not watch it i was just like it's just it's just perfect i can't i can't think of anything usually i've got like even like with jason movies or michael myers movies or any horror movies or any movie i watch i can always pick something that's wrong with it but out of the apocalypse no there's just there's nothing wrong with it um, I have seen I have seen every cut that's been released of that movie, and I hope that the one that's being shown on film four is the cut that's also being shown on on Shudder, um, which is basically it's not called the director's cut, but that's basically what it is, um, and that's the one that everyone should be looking for, um, because I mean it probably doesn't feel like that until you've seen it, but that is the only version that actually makes sense. There's like a full extra forty five minutes of footage or something. It's ridiculous, and it's oh, it's so good. Well, I I've watched that shorter version as well, and it does it just makes the film so much more poignant and excellent. And because you told me like watch it on Shudder, uh, we're, we're we're talking about Shudder again, aren't we? Sponsor us, Shudder. We love you, Shudder. Come on, Shudder. We love you, Shudder. <laughs> <laughs> is every is every podcast that we're gonna do gonna gonna go back to Shudder? But yeah, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's only uh, it's only six ninety nine or something. You know, four ninety nine. It's very good value. You watch mm-hmm. for four ninety nine, and you can watch the best version of Anna Run the Apocalypse that you'll ever see. <laughs> And the rest. <laughs> There's yeah, lots have, of other good we... movies on there as well. But anyway, There's lots of other, yeah, other good movies are mentioned. Um, <laughs> do you think we've had, have we done our shudder moment today? I think we have. I think we can move on now. <laughs> oh no! It was totally. It was. It's like watching. Um, it's like watching any director's cut. Or well, like I said, like you said, they don't call it the director's cut. But like when you watch Donny Dark. The only thing I'll say about Donnie Darko is the um, the director's cut, as they called it, made it a little bit kind of, oh, okay, fair enough. Whereas I thought the original cut was kind of, that's what it needed to be, but it, it's up to, it's up to people, like, 
I I can't stand um, uh, that Harrison Ford film. Would you call it? What? <laughs> Indiana Jones. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, Indiana, <laughs> I don't like that. Anyway, um, with the one where he's he's chasing Rutger Hauer. Oh, uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I hate that mm-hmm. film. I hate I've it. I've never seen that. No, I, I absolutely can't stand that film. But I, I, I really get angry at the fact that there's like so many different versions of it that, like, if some of my favorite films had come out with like so many different versions, I'd be like, oh, get in. But like, oh, I hate that film. But there's so many different versions. I could be like watching like different versions and ah, oh, but um, oh, just it just annoys me. But it's not horror, so I don't really care. Um, there's only there's only one other movie that I insist on um, seeing the director's cut, and that is Aliens. Um, for anyone who's interested, Aliens is on Netflix UK just now, and um, so we put it on the other night, myself and my partner. Um, it's literally my second favorite movie in existence, and I said, I will not watch it if it's not the director's cut. And 20 minutes in, I know this movie so well that I know that the version that's on Netflix isn't the director's cut. And I didn't even watch it all the way through. And it's like every time I go back and watch the the like the the cinema edit, it reminds me of how how much the studio interference and stuff screwed with the movie because um the director's cut again, there's so much cut from the cinema edit that the movie just doesn't make sense when you actually know the story. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Director's cuts are important. Um, They're not always the best versions, but often they're the best versions. Well, I didn't even know that. I watched it I watched it a couple of nights ago um, when it was on. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, it was on ITV4, which meant it was on for like five hours because the, the amount of um, advert that they have. And I didn't even know about that kind of bit where Rip talks about Ripley's daughter and all that. That, that, that is was the director's so cut, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And all the different guns that they it, it, no, it was, it was so like it was so different. Um, and that's that is one film that I will if if I see it that it's on telly, I will just watch it from wherever it's up because it's so good. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of the original Alien film, to be honest. Um, um, I, yeah. I much prefer Aliens. Um, I, I, I love Aliens. I don't really get along with um, Ridley Scott as a director. Um, he directed the original Alien. He also directed um, Prometheus and whatever that latest Alien movie was. But I, do, I, I didn't enjoy it. Um, I would much prefer that James Cameron took up the reins again, or somebody well, else who knows how to do sort of action horror. I like I like the action horror more than the um the just kind of suspense horror because I, yeah. I I I I like I, I kind of like the first Alien, but I didn't I didn't really get it. Aliens is amazing. Alien Three, dreadful. Um, um Alien, Alien Three. It serves it serves a purpose in 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 the alien universe. 
Um, but apart from that, I mean, it was it was a very very different change of pace and tone from Aliens, and I yeah. think that knocked a lot of people sideways. Well, it was just the fact that like uh, you and um, Ray Scott just like after everything you had been through to just be like not just be killed in a in a crash that that to me that was just so lazy writing. Uh, they they actually they actually weren't. Um, if you listen very closely to like turn up your volume while you're watching the director's cut and as the beginning of the end credits roll, you will hear face huggers crawling across the floor. Now originally one of those it was thought that the, there was only one face hugger and that one got Ripley and that's why that's why she is the way she is in Alien 3. But yeah. um, apparently there's more than one. And um, the other two either got um, Hex and Newt. Or uh, the other theory is that um, Burke actually managed to get um, embryos into their throats during Aliens. You know, when he was... Um, yeah. He was trying to get embryos into everybody so he could transport them back. But the theory is that he did that, actually yeah. manage to get them into um, Hex and Newt, and we just didn't know about it. So there you go. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but I called him Reese. It was Hex, is it? He's racing Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Michael Bean. Yeah, love Michael you, Michael Bain, Bain. yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, uh, what else have you been watching then? Um, actually, you know what I was watching yesterday? Yesterday I was watching Blade. Oh, I've never seen Blade. Have you never seen it? Oh my God, it's so much fun. It's one of my favourite vampire movies. No, I've never, I've never watched it. I've, uh, I, I was... Uh, Years ago, when when it first came out, I was going to go to the cinema to it, but it was sold out. I couldn't get tickets to it. But I've never, no, I've never, so I've never actually watched it. Well, Wesley Snipes, isn't it? Pardon, Wesley Snipes, yeah. yeah. Um, before he had all of his issues, um, I think back in the day, this was before, um, you know, sort of Demolition Man and all of that. And I think back in the day, Wesley Snipes was. He was a bit of a joke of an actor. He was just he was just considered to be another one of these action men because he's um a trained martial artist and stuff. So that was the kind of role he took on. But yeah. um he plays he plays a really, really good blade. Um I don't know if you've ever read the books. Um Blade's obviously no, a Marvel I, I film. Didn't know. I I just thought it was a film. I didn't even know there was books. There 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 are books and it's actually Marvel and they're gonna be remaking it soon. Um I doubt that anything they do now is gonna be the blade from when was it nineteen ninety two or something? It's so good. It would have, so yeah, good. it would have been round about then, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what I watched yesterday, and <laughs> I was really, really glad I did because the last time I'd seen it, I was like a teenager, and there was so much that I missed that I picked up this time. And, well, I think, I think, I think, um, well, you, I think we, me and you, have like when we've been like personal messaging and stuff have talked about like remakes and and all that and how we feel about them and stuff and 
you know, um, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to the Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Have you heard about that? Uh, no, but that's another thing I watched recently. I watched Leatherface, which uh, is one of yeah. the recent installments in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. And initially, again, when I watched it, um, I think I must have watched it for about half an hour and then turned it off. But this time I watched it all the way through and it was actually really, really good. So it I, depends. Got, I got to about 20 minutes and I switched it off, so maybe I should re- revisit it. Yeah, I think um, I think maybe you should then just and just stick it out. It is it is very good. Um, Leatherface is very much like it is tied in to the rest of the franchise and the original and the earlier movies as well. So I think you kind of need to have seen all the movies to know what it's all about, um, especially the earlier ones. Um, but it is really really good. And so if they continue with if they continue with the universe and that that kind of timeline, a new Texas yeah. Chainsaw could be really, really good, but they shouldn't remake the original because that's already been done and the 2003 remake was perfect. So they I, shouldn't I, do I that really again. I enjoyed that, actually. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed the original remake. Um, and then the, there was another one that I watched. It had Renee Zellweger in it. Um, oh, that's where... Next Generation. We don't talk about oh, that. <laughs> oh, no, we, we, can, can we not? Can we never? Can, like, right, as um, one's bitten twice, twice shy, okay. Now that we've mentioned <laughs> Next Generation, we will never, pro, Pinky Promise, Ems, never Pinky mention promise. it again. <laughs> yep. Oh, my days. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> but it should have been amazing because it didn't just have Renny Zellweger. I mean, it had uh, Matthew McConaughey. I know. <laughs> That's the last word I'm saying about it. <laughs> yeah, the full stop, capital letter. Done. No, done, done, done. <laughs> done. <laughs> um, but I think I think I mean, I, I was talking to one of my friends the other day about um remakes and um. And I watched like uh, a video on um, on YouTube and about like the Jason remake and you know, um, do you think that well we're we're kind of going on the remakes now as opposed to what we've just watched? But I just I'm just going to go on with it anyway. Um, do you think once they do Halloween Kills, they'll start remaking the Halloween films? No, I don't think they'll get away with that. I thought that. I, but I also don't think that Halloween Kills will be the last Halloween movie. It won't, will it? <laughs> it really won't. It'll be like, like, I think it might be Jamie Lee Curtis's last Halloween movie. But why Why would you... I mean, I, I, I went to see the first... No, I didn't go to see the first. I went to see the second one with Geordie. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, you, you got you got thousands of people going to see it all over the country and all over the world. Um, yeah. Why would they? Why would they like kill a cash cow? You know. Well, I mean, for 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 the dignity of the franchise, the story's supposed to be over after Halloween kills. They've already 
spoiler alert again, but um, they've already killed off quite a major character, and I'm sorry, yeah. but <laughs> Laurie already, Laurie's already supposed to have died like twice during the franchise. They're gonna have to kill her off at some point, and that is gonna be the end of the story, or it should be. But if, they don't, if they don't kill her off in Halloween Kills, I don't know what comes next. Well, it'll end up being they'll. Uh, I just hope that they don't um do what they did in Halloween like four and five and just bring like a random um relative. <laughs> oh yeah, this is Laurie's like second cousin or something. Um, <laughs> she was Laurie's daughter, and um. She was yeah, but, but they could they could just do whatever they want, can't they? Really, because yeah, there's no, been I... that many Halloween films that they they could just like, pump something in, and nobody's going to remember like who's who and whatever's whatever. No, no, yeah, I I I see your point, and yet yeah, they did they did kind of Halloween one and Halloween two happened, and then Halloween three happened, and that wasn't really anything to do with anything. And then Halloween 4, suddenly Laurie's got a daughter. That carried over into Halloween 5. and But that also introduced us to Danielle Harris. And we love Danielle Harris. We love her. We love her so much, don't we? Yeah. She's so there's awesome, always that. And I wish they'd brought her back for um, Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. But there you go. She she was she was she's she's not only a brilliant actress she was like just awesome in the films and everything she was just fantastic yeah um but uh, to be fair Halloween three still good great movie great standalone movie just not a Michael Myers movie no, um, exactly and I think the fact that people went into not knowing that it wasn't going to be a Michael Myers movie is a lot of the reason why it still gets slated so much, but it is an excellent movie. It's just different. It's, yeah, of course. I mean, Daniel Daniel O'Herley, great actor, played a brilliant baddie. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy that's that's the 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 main star with the moustache. Tom Atkins, we love him too. Matt, yeah, yeah, he was brilliant. <laughs> Um, and it had a really good twist ending, and it was it, it it's it's as a like you said, as a standalone movie, it's it's you can't really fault it. But mm -hmm. people were expecting Michael Myers, weren't they? I know it I was. Been called Season of the Witch. That's all, that's all they need to do. Season of the Witch, great film. John Carpenter done. Did John Carpenter direct part three? I don't think he did. Yeah, no, he did, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Huh, just like him. I guess he wanted to get away from Michael Myers for a bit. Um, yeah, he wanted to start, he, and this brings us on to our next uh, podcast. He wanted to start an anthology film. Um, Hall every Halloween he was going to release a, um, a, like, a, 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 a film of anthology movies. So I that was going to be his had. thing. But then people said, "We want Michael Myers," so he, he went back to Michael Myers. But yeah, he, he was gonna be, he was gonna do every Halloween anthology. That was what it was gonna be, and that that would have been brilliant. It would have been brilliant. 
and I feel bad that I didn't know that he directed Halloween 3, but um, it's not my favourite of the franchise, so I've only seen it, like, twice. <laughs> well, no, no, I say, like, like I say, it, I, I didn't know that, I don't know a lot of things about some, some movies and stuff, but it's just something I was reading about the other day, and, um, yeah, and he, and he wanted, he, he was, he thought, like, Michael Myers killed part two, that's all good, but then uh, everybody was like, oh, Michael Myers is amazing, we've got Jason, we've got Freddy, so he he kind of brought Myers back, um, yeah, so that, that, that bit, it would have been, I, I would love to have seen what he would have done, like, with, like, an anthology series. Absolutely. That would have been amazing. But we'll um, talk about anthologies and like our next podcast and stuff. We will. But um, um, John Carpenter actually directed one of my other favourite movies as well. He directed They Live, which is so. It was. It I was, have not seen that. You you need to. Um, it's not. I wouldn't say it's horror. It's more sort of sci-fi. But um, watch it and tell me that it's not. Even though it was released, made and released in the eighties, tell me that it's not still shockingly politically relevant. It's crazy, and it's so funny as well. Like the one-liners are legendary. Is um is Rowdy Roddy Piper in that? He is indeed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I no, I've not seen it, but I I do know of its existence. I will, I will watch it over the course of the next few days and let you know what I think of it. You should, yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to recommend for me, Ems? What else? Um, I'm just going to go back to Shudder for a second, but not to talk about Shudder, just to recommend a couple of movies from there. Um, there By the a... way, that me, me and Ems do love Shudder. <laughs> if you ever want to sponsor us, please just get in touch with one of us. But um, there's a couple of really, really good ones on there just now. Um, my first recommendation would be a movie called Slap Face, um, which is about a little boy who's lost his mother. And um, in dealing with that loss, he makes friends with a monster who lives in the woods. And after that, everything pretty much goes tits up. And I can't say much more about that. Because if I do, there will be spoilers. Um, but it's very, very good. It's quite hard watching at some point. But um, it's not gory or anything. It's more it's more that it gets you in the feels. So that one's really, really good. And then um, the other one is called um, Come True, which is from 2020. And that is more of a, a, a psychological movie because... Um, it's about a girl who has nightmares and she goes for the sleep study. Um, and it's basically about shadow people. Have you heard about shadow people? No, Some I haven't. Some people with sleep disorders see. Um, and there's a lot more to it than that, obviously. But oh, no, um, I'm that's, scared of them. Yeah, it's a very, very, very interesting watch. It's quite a slow burn, but um, if you can, if you can get through it and deal with the because it is quite art house as well, but um, the payoff's quite worth it, I think. Okay, I will. I will note them down and we'll have a look. Um, I've been watching, um, uh, Wakewood. You seen that? 
Um, I have not. Oh, it's um, a, a little know, girl. Actually, get... <laughs> sorry, say again. Wakewood is that the one um set in Ireland? Yeah. Okay, I have uh, seen that. <laughs> yeah, little girl gets eaten by a dog, and uh, they find like a way of like bringing people back to life. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's a bit like Pet Cemetery, really. It, it's like a re, it's like a it's like a if if you if you ordered um, Pet Cemetery from um Wish. Wish. <laughs> yeah. It's no, all I, right. I, I mean, enjoy it's, it's that. Okay. I enjoy that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not like, not okay. entirely original, was it? <laughs> it's uh, it's like um, uh, were you made by the people that made Rawhead Rex? I saw. <laughs> I always keep coming back to Rawhead Rex. <laughs> it could never be as bad as Rawhead Rex. Is Rawhead Rex okay? Cu uh, customers, customers, we're not customers. Um, listeners, um, what's worse, Rawhead Rex or Birdemic? No, that's that's something I that think we know the about. answer to that one. <laughs> what would you if you if you had to watch one of them three times, which one would you watch? Oh god, I don't know. <laughs> Neither I've watched if you're holding if you're holding if you're, if you're holding a gun to my head and saying I have to watch one of them three times, I'd say shoot me. <laughs> I've watched Warhead Rex three times and I've watched Birdemic about 12 times. So, why do I do this to myself, Ems? I don't know. There's, there's so many other films I could just watch. I know, and there's so many you haven't seen and so many you're missing out on. But I, uh, Rawhead Rex used to terrify me when I was a kid, like, really did. Um, but I don't know why, because I like when I watched it again, like about uh, fifteen years ago, I was like, "It's crap! It's awful!" It's really bad. But I think that as someone who started watching horror movies, probably I don't know at the age of five when I saw when I saw the first Nightmare on Elm Street, I just think that I grew up in a time when when there was Nightmare on Elm Street, there was Halloween, there was Friday the Thirteenth and all those in the eighties was the the genre the era sorry the era of the slasher movie genre that's what I'm saying and so by yeah. the time I finally saw Rawhead Rex I was spoiled because I'd seen all the best horror movies and that just seemed like nothing you know and the monster yeah, was it was just like oh, oh okay. But I I don't know. There was something about it that just um, really like scared me when I was little. But then, like watching it again, you just like this is so bad. Only only a woman can kill him with a special dagger. It's like what? The monster, the monster was just the monster was terrible, and and I feel bad saying that because. I am a really big fan of practical effects. Give me practical effects over CGI any oh, day. The monster yeah, was definitely. really bad. <laughs> really bad. I think, I think um I think I think like like watching horror movies from a young age, I I sort of obviously um I thought that the the 
um, poster for Friday the Thirteenth Part Friday the Thirteenth Part Four was a big potato with some with a knife in it. Didn't realise. <laughs> didn't realise. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I was like, oh, I want to watch the big potato film. <laughs> the funny thing is, I can actually see where you're coming from as well. I know. I'm not the only person that's thought that either. Oh, probably um, not. No. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think the next um, what um, what I'd like to watch. Um, I, I, obviously, we're talking about what we're going to watch and stuff. Um, it's probably not. It's not like really horror, but I'm looking forward to Stranger Things se- series five. I think series four. Um, I think it's series. Uh, I think it's series five now. But I've. I, I mean, they've already spoiled half of it. So. I well, won't they be rushing put, to watch that. Yeah, it's really annoying. Netflix with their with their trailers, they basically show you the whole film or the whole series. It wasn't Netflix that spoiled it. Um, oh, okay. The big spoiler happened like the big spoiler happened last year, actually. That and um, the producers released it on social media, and obviously the big spoiler is that um, David Harbour's character didn't actually die. Oh no! Of course, of course, yeah, because he's he's in the Russian prison. Yeah, like, the, that... I mean, I know, I know, we never actually saw him die, but come on, leave something to the imagination. I think. No, I think that, they know that, that really pissed me. I'm sorry, I, I don't really want to swear on our podcast, but that really like... <laughs> annoyed me. That really annoyed me. It annoyed me too. But um. Just, I think, I think that they, they know that their um, viewership is dwindling, and they've just been trying to create more hype for it. But I think they should have stopped after season three. Season three had a perfect ending. They could it have just really left it did. at that. Yeah. So do you do you say do you class strange things as a horror, or do you just like kind of say it as like just a series that goes on and on, or? I I class it I class it as horror sci-fi because um it is sci-fi but there is almost a supernatural element to it and at times it can get pretty horrific um it can it can even get kind of gory you know so it's it's horror sci-fi to me and the rest is just um nostalgia yeah oh, yeah I mean that that's that's uh, something I'm going to come on to in a second about nostalgia. But my my entire um, living room is dedicated to strange things. Um, I've got I've got I've got the ABTs up from the wall. I've got we've got all the stickers and all that. Um, uh, I just love it. Um, but I I don't know whether I'm I, I don't want to start hating it if that makes sense. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved I loved the first two seasons. The second was eh, the fourth was what? Yeah. You know, it's I like, mean, just stop. Is, <laughs> is it just the cash cow now? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah um, exactly. So, um, I, it's, I know it's not entirely horror, and I know we like we we always talk about horror on our on our channel, but um, what about Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife? I I watched it and I loved it and I sat and blubbed for about half an hour of it. I don't know what else to say. It was amazing. Um, that is how you do 
a sequel. That is how you finish a story and that is how you pay tribute to a well-loved actor who's no longer with us. I it was amazing. my eyes out. I was in the cinema and Jodie's like, don't you be good, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I don't think they could have done it better. And I, I, I thought it was a bit slow at first. Like, but I don't think they could have made a better tribute to Hamill Grammis than they did. Just think perfect. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, some people are still trying to find fault with it, but I think it was beautiful. I really enjoyed it. It had a little bit of everything. Um, and and the tribute to Harold Dramas and you know, the child actors were amazing. I mean, I know everyone's all like, oh, Finn Wolfhard was in Stranger Things and yada, yada, yada. But forget about when Finn Wolfhard for just a second and think about the other child actors. They were next level. Like, it was really, really good. I thought, I, 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 other than the slowness at the beginning, can't pick fault with it at all. And then towards the end, I mean... I was I was just sitting there and 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 when the actual Ghostbusters come in I, and I, I I just I just burst into tears. <laughs> I, I just loved it. I just I could I can't. It was as far as I'm concerned, like you said, it was the perfect sequel. Yeah, um, I think I would like to have seen a little bit more of the original Ghostbusters, but I also think that we're lucky we got them at all because. Bill Murray was not down for this. No, he, was he wasn't. Not down yeah. for it at all. Um, so, but I think that that is how you end the story. There, there's not going to be another Ghostbusters movie, or there won't be. I mean, they 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 could they could possibly go ahead and do something with with the kids, you know, with um. Maybe yeah. Yeah, but it won't like it won't be sold as. A reboot or whatever it'll just be it'll be another part of the universe if that makes sense of course yeah what did you think of the like the female one because that's got that's 50 50 with everybody isn't it i never saw the female one because i don't like three of the actresses so it was never going to work for me um and then everybody said it was terrible so that didn't help so i've just never bothered to watch it no thank you it was uh, it was terrible big, bit of a compliment. <laughs> was it really that bad? Um, I like one of the actresses, the one that was kind of the Egon character, the blonde comedian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I hated the fact that um, like the the original Ghostbusters just had these really awful cameos. I just I just I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. I, I, the fact that, like, you know, it 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 took it out of the universe, so to speak. Um, and they just all they all just had like these really bad, like, paid in, phoned in cameos, and it was just it was just horrific. And so that was why I was so glad that we got the uh, uh, the afterlife. Um, yeah. Um, I mean film. I was, 
I was skeptical about Afterlife until I heard that Bill Murray agreed to do it. And then I was like, okay, no, they must have something special here. And obviously, the guy who produced it is, um, is he not yeah. Harold Ramis's son or something? No, um, the, the, Ivan Reitman did the original and it was um, his son that did the, um, the so it was, it was, um, his his son that made the film, yeah. Yeah. So that I okay, I remember that now. But that's that's what that's what told me it was gonna be it was gonna be okay. Um it, I didn't know it was gonna be quite that amazing, but I knew it was gonna be okay. Um the thing with the thing with the twenty sixteen Ghostbusters was that um everybody did say it was crap, but there's also a lot of there's also a lot of stuff going around just now about you know, woke culture, cancel culture. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies that are being remade with you know, that were previously white movies with black actors and whatnot. And I don't have a problem with that. Um, obviously, no, yeah. but um, they're 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 doing it with male like like with gender swapping as well. Um, and so a lot of people, a lot of really really rubbish people think that's a problem i don't but that's why i always thought well i don't fancy seeing ghostbusters but i'm not going to sit here and you know ghostbusters 2016 but i'm not going to sit here and say it's crap just because they've swapped the guys for women you know what i mean um no, i just don't fancy it yeah <laughs> um so I mean, yeah i could say that about doctor who i mean i'm a massive massive doctor who fan and uh, and I, where I was asked, I was asked um, about it um, on a radio show, um, and they said, um, "Do do you think that it's good to have a female doctor?" I said, "I don't care whether we've got a female doctor or whatever." I says, "As long as it's the actors that good is right for the show, you know, I don't want, I don't want them to have a female female doctor." Um, just because they need to have a female doctor, it should be the person that's right for the for the show. To be fair, it doesn't matter whether they're black or white, women, yeah. man, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't to matter fair, to me. Jodie Jodie Whittaker was amazing. It's just a shame about the writing. The that's writing, my opinion. It, it's it's awful, and I'm the biggest Doctor Who fan. I've been watching it for forty years. Thirty, well. <laughs> and and you know and 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 I love it to bits, but it's just been so bad the writing the last few years. Um, but Russell T Davis is coming back. I know yeah. we're moving away from horror. Sorry, people that it's are okay. listening for us to talk about horror. But uh, you know, we we are we we do talk about um like uh, writing and stuff like that on this chat on this podcast as well. But we will get back to horror. Um, but yeah, it it, it is it. It, it's like it's like when you when we when we talked before about like recasts and all that kind of thing um you know you you uh, would we would we do a um a female michael myers just to keep people happy it's, it's, it's that we, we would never do it because it's just that that character um and yeah, but there's I, don't, a lot of... I don't think that would work and they've already um They've already teased that because 
at the end of Halloween 4, um, yeah. you have the scene where, uh, I forget her name now, but Daniel Harris's character yeah, is at the top of the stairs wearing the little clown suit and she's got the yeah. bloody knife in her hand and it's like they tried that and they didn't take I it anywhere because they knew it wasn't going to work. Yeah, I thought that would have been excellent. Like a, a, a like a girl taking over Michael's um, persona. Same with Jason Voorhees. It was always going to be Tommy that was going to Tommy Jarvis that was going to take over in part five. But obviously, the the directors and the people that were funding it said, "No, no, we've got to have." But I thought it'd be brilliant if like people took over that persona and that mantle of um of being the killer. Um, well. In a way, in a way, they covered that in Jason Goes to Hell, because in Jason Goes to Hell, the the, the soul basically body well, yeah, jumps. Course, yeah. So they did they did cover it. They did may, maybe not very well, but um, no, it wasn't very well. No. <laughs> um, I actually I rewatched Jason Goes to Hell recently, and I've got a love a lot more love for it than I used to. Um, I think. Okay, we're no longer friends. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should rewatch it. I watched it about ten days ago, <laughs> and I still hate it. I think I think what they did with it was clever, considering. I know it was, I know it was bad, but I think it was very, very self-aware, and they knew exactly what they were doing. What they should have done is. Um, the the bounty hunter uh-huh should have been the kid from part five and that would have made it brilliant but i like the bounty hunter the way he was i yeah, agree that he, he should i agree that he should have had a bigger role in the rest of the franchise instead of just randomly turning up but i liked i liked the guy who played the bounty hunter i i liked him a lot no, I do as well. But and I, I was sorry he could... died. And he was the only person I, think... I was sorry he died. <laughs> he should have been Reggie the Reckless. That that should have been a grown-up Reggie the Reckless from part five. Reggie and the... that would have been a really <laughs> good reason for him to be angry. I never thought of that, but you've got something there. You do have something yeah. there. <laughs> well, that, that's, just, that's not my theory. That's everybody's theory. But I thought that would have been really good. Because Reggie the Reckless, he he, all, he saw everybody die, didn't he? He did. Um, and then and then he, uh, I, I oh I actually got to watch the um, the unedited version of Part Five, and it's oh, yeah? brutal. Yeah. Oh my days. That's not something I want to see again. You're gonna have to point me in the direction of that. I will. I will try and send you a link to it. Um. The way that um, uh, what you call is uh, the one that does the robot dancing, um, Vilas, her death uh -huh. is her death is so brutal that they they would have that, that film would never been released if um, if uh, if that been released. So. See, what I wanted from Halloween Five was for Violet to be. A final girl and i wanted it to be and it wouldn't have worked because it would have been too close to um nightmare on elm street for with the dream warriors but i always i always figured she was she she had the special power she was psychic or something 
So she should have been able to fight um, Jason off and, you know, have a special power on top of it. And I was really disappointed when I found out she didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um... I think a lot of the problems when you've got the the um, the uh, franchises that go on as long as they do, all the different directors kind of forget what's like what they could like do. Yeah. And and that that's the annoying part because there was so there's so much like even me as like a, 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 a obviously I, I write and I and I do this in bits and pieces, but I think. It would be it would be good if they, they actually just looked at the like the the first few and just and were able to sort of say like oh I could carry that on I could do that I could do that but no they just kind of do their own thing don't they? Unfortunately, Friday the Thirteenth has the most convoluted timeline in existence. It's even worse than Halloween. Like at least with Halloween, you can say, okay, right, you watch one and two, three something a bit different, but it's in the same universe. It's just not canon. But then four and five and six happen, and it's just like, okay, this is something completely different. And then they bring in, you know, Halloween twenty eighteen and Halloween Kills, and they've just completely skipped everything after Halloween two, and it's just like, okay, that's head scratching. But Friday the Thirteenth doesn't even make that much sense. It's the the, fir the first four did. Yeah, they yeah, were, yeah. They were, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, I get that. But after, I mean, there's eleven of them. Well, the remake. But the 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 thing the thing is, it was like um, I, I was discussing this with somebody the other day. Like, um, like how come Crystal Lake suddenly becomes able to get to the north to, to the sea to be able to get to New York you know what I mean it's just like I, what? I mean rivers and estuaries eventually lead out to the sea but I mean he was anchored so that shouldn't have happened <laughs> and that, and, and it, yeah it just to, to me it's just like oh god but um you know, Jason takes Manhattan. Um, yeah, he did for like about four minutes. No, it's <laughs> part eight staffed, but it's also one of my favourites. It's just fun. It's actually the first Jason film I ever watched. Oh dear, you started with part eight? Yeah, I started with part eight, yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, and uh, I, still, I still love it, but um, I only love it for like the bit where I just, I just, um, I just love the mask in uh, part eight. I think he just, I think that's the best look of Jason that's ever been. Um, but yeah. I'm not, oh. I'm not like anybody else. I don't have, I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite Jason. They're all, they're all the same to me. But I do have, I do have a favorite, um, a favorite first hot boy that gets killed, and he's in part eight. Like Which I even rate him above Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Which the curl, the curly haired kid that gets killed first on the boat in part eight. He's my favourite. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't. I can't imagine which. I can't think which one it is. I couldn't even tell you what the actor's called now. Although I did look him up at the time. But anyway, he's just. 
if you look at if you look him up on IMDb, he's rated in several people's um top ten hot boys that get killed in a horror movie. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to look him. I'll have to look him up. So okay, yeah. so that brings us to um okay, so what's your top three final boys or final girls? Um well, to be honest, they're probably all final girls. Um, they're going to have to be... You, you uh, can swing both ways. Sydney Prescott. Fair enough. Um, probably probably uh, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. And Good although choice. it's not horror, tell, tell me that Ripley's not an amazing final girl. Oh, it's still horror, yeah. Rip, Ripley's a, probably the best final girl of all time, yeah. Well, there you go. What are yours? Um, well, I, I, I would. Violet's not a final girl, but she was like the first ever crush I ever had. Um, I think um, going, I would have to go with Nancy from mm-hmm. uh, Nightmare on the Street. Mm-hmm. Um, then, oh God. I've, Hard, got, right? I've, still, I'm still, I'm still gonna have to put Violet in there because I just, I just loved her so much. Um, she was pretty um, much the last girl to survive. I mean, well, she did, she, she, and she deserves it because she got a, a, a knife up her naughty bits. So, um, um, and obviously, I think, I think I'm gonna have to go with um, uh, from part two. Um, Adrienne Steele. Uh yes. Yes. Um Jenny was an amazing character. Like because she she was the first final girl that was actually very, very smart. Um yeah, exactly. she didn't need rescuing, she didn't need saving, she did everything herself and the men were useless. And I loved her for that. But you know, she also got killed a few years after so there was there was no more Jenny I would love I would have loved for her to just survive a bit longer and come back in the later the later no, movies of, and to a certain of, extent um, she did but only to die you're thinking of Adrian King Jenny was part two Adrian King was part one uh okay <laughs> anyway well, it was Alice yeah yeah it does it doesn't matter it doesn't matter um I I because I watched the um, that that um, um, fun film, and they're both in it. So like, you know, uh, like, I know. I, I, What's that about? I guess we never. Uh, <laughs> I don't, did, I don't did know. Did we actually see Jenny die? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I enjoyed seeing them back. Um, I didn't really. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of that last fan film, though. I mean, they had. They had all the actors, the all the big actors back and stuff, but there wasn't really. Oh, the final girls ones. Yeah, they had. They had them all back, but the storyline wasn't what it should have been. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Really happened, and it yeah. was all just so unbelievable. I kind of, I watched it, but I kind of got bored of it a little bit. It was just like okay, um, 
I think it was just done to like please please the fans really, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was like a proper. I, I didn't feel like it was a proper film. It wasn't. It was literally just an excuse to bring back all of those previous actors and characters. And it's like, I'm sorry. I I support independent film, I promise, but I was annoyed that I paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no, I totally agree. So what you what's um what's gonna be next on your watch list then, Ems? Um, I'm not sure. I'm kind of all I'm kind of all watched out just now because I watch so much but um i'm always on the lookout for um hidden gems so if any of our lovely listeners would like to suggest something i'll check it out yes please do because we we look at as you can probably imagine ems has a bit better taste than i do <laughs> um uh, i i will literally watch anything so if you've got like the worst horror movies that you've ever seen, I will I will happily watch it. Um, I'm a teacher. I I only work five hours a day, so uh, I can I can I can get through I can get through two or three horror movies a night. That's not a problem. Or um, if you are an indie filmmaker and you have a short that you'd like to share with us, or a movie that you'd like us to watch. Just, just let us know, and we'll uh, we'll promote you on the show. We do love our independent filmmakers, and I promise we're not nasty to everyone. <laughs> no, we're not, and and we we do love Shudder, <laughs> and we love Shudder. <laughs> Actually, I think I think we'll go for the independent filmmakers more than the Shudder. Shudder is full of independent filmmakers, so. <laughs> Oh well, 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 we we love you both. We love you all. <laughs> and um, I'm going to say um to Emma, um, what's our usual um good night? Um, unpleasant dreams. Perfect. <laughs>